When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Oh, I've got our cameras the wrong way around. Look at that. Apparently, you're oh. me and I'm you, Sam. Let's just sort that out quickly. Great, That's great start. Great start. Great start. Uh, <laughs> as usual. See, it's, it's the car. It's all the all the latest news we've just had has completely thrown me. We're gone, uh, aren't we? I was saying to you just before, it's a Q&A, but I think we're the ones that need the answers. <laughs> uh, so, hi, <laughs> uh, everyone in the chat. There's 163 people um, in the chat. So, hello to everyone. If you've got questions for us, uh, stick them in the chat and, and we'll answer them as best we can. But there's new news coming almost every second, isn't there, Sam? Probably while we'll be live, there'll be more, I imagine, the way it's going at the moment this morning. It feels like every five minutes something changes and my therefore my transfer goes out the window again. I know. I mean, I was finally all set to bring in my beloved James Madison and hand him the captain's armband. And now the I Burnley, was going to do. Yeah, and now the Burnley game is off. So... I'll tell you my plan in a minute. It's something I never thought I would be saying this season, but that is what I I'm think looking at. From what I just heard a whispering from you, I think your plan might be quite similar to what my other half really? is going to do as well. Yeah, he said mm. it this morning before before that postponement news. So it'll be now interesting to see what happens. Oh God, Lee and I in sync is that? I know, right? <laughs> even more that as rare as you and me being in sync. <laughs> Uh, right, just before we talk about uh, the car news that's going on, let me just mention So Rare quickly. So I've submitted my uh, So Rare Academy squad this week. And if you don't know what So Rare is, it's essentially a uh, a card NFT game, um, which you can uh, sort of buy and sell players um, on the kind of blockchain. So you've got kind of a, a certain amount of cards that you can have and, and they're yours and you can use them and essentially enter into like five-a-side competitions so lots of leagues and players and teams have all signed up Griezmann is a huge fan of it and is obviously always promoting um, the game so rare is a completely free way uh, to get involved in so rare if you haven't tried it before and I've got a team of players from all across different European um, teams and they all earn points similar to fantasy and then there's 10 cards each week that you can win which are actual so rare cards that are worth actual money so they've given away cards worth 600 euros 400 euros 
200 euros in the past. So you've missed the deadline this week because the deadline was literally as we started this video, which wasn't um, ideal. But if you are interested in any of that, uh, head over to So Rare Academy and you can get involved uh, next time. Right, I've, I've done our, I've done our um, screens the wrong way around on this slide as well. I really did think that you were me and I was you. You want to be me today? I do. I'm not even <laughs> going to change it. I'm just going to leave it. We're <laughs> uh, we right. so confused. <laughs> I know it is confusing. Honestly, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I was so panicked when I saw that that Burnley and and Chris was last night. Madison was going up, yeah. and all my instincts were: I know I want Madison. Rogers has yeah. said the game is, is is going ahead. Yeah. Um. So I'll bring him in and, and get that price rise. And then there was just a little voice in my mind that was like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I must admit, I did exactly the same thing. At the end of that Liverpool game, I was just pottering around with my FPL team thinking, hmm, well, Sun's definitely not going to play. So maybe I just do do this one early. And then I was like, nah. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Even if it's an extra point one, it's it's fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad now I didn't because now it has put me off because, of course, it's now a single game week against Spurs, which isn't anywhere near as attractive as a double game week against Burnley and Spurs. So, I don't know. I mean, the other the other news is the Arsenal-Spurs game is a doubt as well. Yeah. Arsenal got a, a ban, which apparently adds to the list of available players, which is ridiculous ruling. And, and an injury, of course, didn't they, last week? And they well. got the injury to, yeah. to Saka um, as well. So there's two more, two less players they've got. They had a thin squad anyway. Yeah, they if did. you looked at the team sheets between the Liverpool and Arsenal, Arsenal had, you know, a barely, in, you know, a full a full squad there anyway. And then, then two more doubts. So that game is a doubt. Obviously, the Watford and Burnley game is now a doubt. Must be a doubt, mustn't as it? As well. Which leads just United, Chelsea and Brighton as the... <laughs> Your boys. And Brentford as a double game we players. Yeah, but Brentford's double is awful, so you're not going to target that. Brighton... He's, he's rising up the ranks on the defender on the defender rankings now. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh, is that where we are? This is where we've come to. That's where we are. Yeah. And then, I mean, Brighton, I don't think is that bad an idea. Like I, and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you. Like genuinely, I think that there is scope to invest in Brighton. There's some decent options there. Obviously, like for me, obviously, if the Spurs game gets called off, I'm down to 10 players because I don't have a goalkeeper because I just have mm. Ramsdale. So um, that will affect my decision making. And part of my thinking for this week was, well, do I change Steele, who's my bench keeper at the moment, and upgrade him to a playing? Because obviously, the, over the next couple of weeks, Arsenal will also have those blank game weeks to yep. contend with. So in my head, I was like, well, do I get Sanchez anyway? as a minus four, knowing that then I can just rotate them both and I can play Sanchez in this double game week. So that might still be one of the things that I do. But I do think now, we're, whereas before when double game weeks get announced, you target it, right? You you go all out to bring in as many double game weeks as you can, but you don't ignore the single game weeks with nice fixtures. Mm. I kind of think we're now reverting back a little bit to going, well, let's look if there's a double. That might add a little bit to whether I'm attracted to that player or not. Primarily, my focus is going to be, what news do I have from these two teams and is the game going to be on? And which single game weeks have the nicest fixtures? Because yeah. if their games are on, then you're safer. Well, I'm still desperately looking for a double game player to captain and, well, and really yeah. struggling to know which one to get. And, you know, we can talk about a bit more of that in a, in a bit, but... It could be that looking at Bowen against Leeds and looking at Jota or Trent. DCL against, against Norwich. Yeah, I mean, these single game players suddenly, because unless you're on a free hit, I just can't advocate buying Chelsea players. 
given they go into Spurs and then and then blank, the, blank. the run of blanks they've got. So that's almost Chelsea out for for a transfer. United, I mean, my spoiler is that I'm looking at Fernandez and and captaincy on him. That's what Lee's talking about doing. And I mean, let me just show you some of the stats on on Fernandez. Um, so I've been looking on the in the members area at Fernandez just to see how bad he's been this season compared to last season. So on average, he's down in every single metric. Um, his XG is halved on average from 0.4 mm. to 0.2. His expected assists has gone down from 0.3 to 0.2. His XG on target was 0.5 and now it's 0.1. And his inspected goal involvement has gone from 0.7 a match to 0.4. So he's still like, he's still, his, his stats aren't absolutely dreadful. Like a 0.4 <laughs> expected goal involvement on average per match isn't bad, really. But well, it's it is, not great. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, he's he's averaging like, yeah, I mean, it's less than one expected goal involvement every two matches. It's not like ridiculous. It's bad for a 11.2 exactly. million mid, but at the moment, money isn't really a an option because it isn't really a factor because, no, you know, because we've not got Salah. Cause, cause got Salah. Um, but then, but then, I mean, look at something. I mean, passes received. I mean, it's gone from 55 down to 46. So he's getting the ball less. The only thing he's got going for him is he's dribbling more, <laughs> slightly more <laughs> per match, which I don't really care about. BPS um, baseline, as as uh, BPS total has gone from 23.6 to 16.3. Penalty area touches down 3.4 to 2.4. Goal attempts in general down from 3.3 to 2.2. Everything on last season is down. Um, uh. But... If Ronaldo isn't fit and available, I do think that makes Bruno look more mm. attractive. Like, because when Lee first said this to me this morning, it was before this other rumor came out about Ronaldo and his may potential for another injury. And I was like, no, I, d- I just don't think they're working very. I just I, no. Then that other news came out, and I thought, do you know what? If Ronaldo's not there, do we go back to seeing Bruno being the man again in that team? Like, maybe we do. The problem I have with it is, is it all feels very punty. And yes, I can go with, I could go to Bruno from Sun fairly comfortably. It's no problem. Do I want to hold him long term or am I only doing this for the double game week? Because if I'm only doing it for the double game week, Mm. how sure am I that he's going to perform really well across the two games? Because the underlying stats aren't suggesting that he's going to do that. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got a few things going for him um someone mentioned in the chat that he's a so ryan says in the chat salah placeholder that's one of the reasons i like him because if you take son out at this point and you get in you know someone cheap and you spread the money around your side then you're going to find it harder to get like i can i can move for fernandez yeah and and i was thinking of you know moving on to kane for example but say Mm -hmm. that's that's a four point hit this is what ted mentioned yesterday on on the fpl show which i quite like it's a four point hit to get kane and then if you want to go back to salah it's another four point hit so it's eight yeah. points. Whereas if you move to Fernandez and then you free up some money, you can move him to into Salah quite easy. Your point about Ronaldo is completely bang on. He, sh- in theory, he was he was performing at his best without Ronaldo. I'm not. I'm still not entirely sure on how how much stock we can put into that. I, I don't think Ronaldo is is ruining the side. I think United. No, I don't either. All season, I don't, but I don't either. I don't think that Ronaldo is the problem. I just think that coincidentally, Bruno's mm. game seems to have been shifted since the arrival of Ronaldo, which makes him less attractive as an FPO option. So if Ronaldo isn't there, does that mean it shifts back and makes him more attractive? 
or does he still play how he has been? And that's where my issue with Bruno lies because I'm not sure either way. And I just look at Bruno and think, if Salah doesn't come back until the end of AFCON, do I really want to hold Bruno Fernandes for that length of time until he comes back? And I'm not convinced that I do. The fixtures are all right, though. That's the other thing. That's the other thing that I don't, I don't yeah, mind but... about him. I mean, he's got... So he, he comes... He's got Villa... He's got the double game week and then West Ham at home, who got the clean sheet against Norwich, but otherwise have been pretty leaky. They've been poor, yeah. And then it's Burnley, Southampton, Leeds, Watford. So, you know, I mean, you, Salah's going to be back during that time, but it's not the end... I don't think it's the end of the world to hold him across that run. It's about the best run of fixtures it could be it's while Salah is out. minus four as well. Likely this is going to be a minus four because <laughs> the reality is I only... I don't want to do... I can do it for free. So I can is, just... Which is something I, that's helping it. I mean, I can just go son to Bruno, but then I'm in a team... I've got a team that's got Bruno and Ronaldo in it. And yeah. I'm not convinced that I really want that. <laughs> I need news on Ronaldo, basically, is what I need. Because if Ronaldo isn't fit and available, then fine I could get Bruno I could take a minus four bring in another forward I mean goodness only knows what forward I would bring in to be honest at this point because we've obviously got doubts around that Spurs Arsenal game do I really just want to bring in Kane for a minus four for one single game week not sure with Burnley game being called off that puts Burnley Watford in doubt do I want to take a minus four to bring in Dennis and alongside King because that would give me two of them I'm not sure I really want to do that. Mm. But there's not really anybody that massively leaps off the page to me as a standout forward option for this game week if Ronaldo is not available. If Ronaldo can play in one of those two, then I'll probably just hold him, to be honest. But then I don't think I want the double up. No. No, I know. I don't want the double up. I mean, this is, this is what I mean. How has it got to this where, A, Fernandez has even been considered because he's been so rubbish this season. Yeah. But B, that Fernandes is a bad option in a double game week when United have got two okay-looking fixtures. It's, you know, know. If, if you offer this last season, it would be, everyone would be on Bruno anyway. It wouldn't even yeah. be a, no, we wouldn't even be debating the likes of Dennis or King or it'd be no. absolutely ridiculous. It's just, of course, of course we're captain. And everyone would captain him. Yeah. yeah. You might even contemplate the triple captain with Oh, you two. would. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's an idea. Maybe a triple captain on Bruno. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's rogue enough to own him, it let is. alone to own him and captain him, let oh, alone yeah. if you owned him triple captain. There'll be a few. There'll be a few brave people. Oh, do undoubtedly. Uh, right. Considering this is a QA and a and we've been talking for 15 minutes, we should probably actually take some questions um, from the <laughs> They'll chat. They'll be about Bruno. <laughs> to be fair, the, there's been, there has been some talk about Bruno already. Um, it's like that Disney song, We Don't Talk About yeah, Bruno. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stephen Doherty is bench boosting this week. I mean, oh, fair gosh, play. Really? Don't, don't know how you've got a bench. Have but... you got a bench? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, yeah, uh, I like that. I'd love to. Know who, who is your bench, uh, Stephen? Let, me, let, me, let us know your team so we can um, we can see how you've managed to pull this off. Uh, Stephen Doherty also asks anyone not what's up with Foden. We don't yet. I'm hoping I'm doing team news with Neil at, at three. Hopefully, we'll have some news from Pep by then. <laughs> Neil's going to be the most popular man ever today, isn't he? <laughs> I know this. The team, the team news thing later is going to be. We'll all be in Neil's DMs later. Going, can I have that insight? Gosh. I know. Uh, Matt Francis asked why we haven't got a cup of tea. Okay, here's the honest truth. I didn't have time because about 15 minutes before this stream, I still hadn't dried my hair. Um, so the only thing I had time to do is get a glass of water before Az told me off being late. You were late anyway. I was late anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have made the tea. Uh, you see, these are these are the questions that really get to the heart of, uh, <laughs> of what they we They really want. help with your FPL decision making. Uh, Steve asks, is free hit looking a better or worse idea? 
It means I could actually get 11 out, but it could be a waste. I think that's, to me, an, ex- that's an excellent question. I don't know how you feel about this, as, but for me, it's a waste of a free hit chip because we can't guarantee what's going to happen across this game week. The deadline's tonight. That's a lot of time between... Like, I don't think we're going to have any insight from the... From, likely, I don't think we're going to know for sure what's happening with that Spurs-Arsenal game ahead of the deadline tonight. We, we won't know about Leicester. Um, we won't know about that second Burnley game with against Watford before that. Conte made some very rogue, vague comments about the Spurs squad looking a bit thin. Now, that could just be, Daniel Levy, I need some more players, or it mm. could be, actually, my team is a bit thin because I've got injuries. Um, so there's all of that that's kind of playing in the background. And for me, that makes the free hit less attractive because I could bring in players like Kane, which I think if you're free hitting, you would do. And then if that Arsenal game goes, that's going to leave you then down to just a game against Leicester. It it all just feels a bit like you could be free hitting just to have single game weekends. Mm. Now, yes, that might not be a bad thing if other games get called off because it means you have an advantage over players that don't free hit and therefore are just going with their squads. But I do think you could maximise your potential with a free hit later on, particularly when the AFCON players come back and we likely see less postponements because the squad sizes will grow. So at that point, you're then going to have teams like Liverpool, Spurs, um, who you might want to actually invest in, who are going to have more double game weeks coming. So if I was you, I'd hold a free hit now. Yeah, I mean, the free hit is is best to target double game weeks or to help your squad if you've got blank game weeks and... and- players haven't got fixtures what we're seeing is we're seeing teams lose their double game week not their whole games so yeah. there's 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 no teams with a blank for example yeah. so i would never advocate using a free hit in a in a single game week when you've got a squad of 11 players so i don't think that changes the thing because you're just going to be swapping out players that have you know like madison for example could still play against spurs yeah. so you're free hitting what madison for trossard you know, like it's there's no guarantee that Trossard does well just because he's got the two games. There isn't enough option for it no. to be a factor. So I, I think if you, I, I just don't, I just wouldn't free hit this week. There's no way I would free hit this week. Even if I had a squad of eleven non-double game week players, I still wouldn't free hit this week. That's no, I, I wouldn't feel. either. I, I agree with you, and I and I think you know you can you can get eleven out, or you can get as close to possible as having eleven out with a minus four. So most people will be able to get a squad out with a minus four with probably still some bench options that the issue are going to be for people like me who've just got Ramsdale because then it mm. is going to be and I've got Ramsdale and I've got Son and I've got Ronaldo so well I think Sanchez is a good move for you because it gives you another yeah. goalkeeper that's, option that's anyway, what I think I'm going to do through the blanks that was my original Sensible. plan was to go Son to Madison and then take a minus four to take Steel to Sanchez give me two alternative playing keepers. It also means that when I get to bench boost territory, I've got two playing keepers that I can deploy. It felt like a really sensible move. And I still think that feels like a really sensible move. So that probably will still be something that I do because it covers me if that Spurs and Arsenal game gets called off anyway. Plus I'd play Sanchez because he's got a double game Mm. week. Yep. Makes sense. Um, Violet Citizen said, as is looking good today, I was complimented at first and then I realised that was earlier when I had the screens one way around. So it's actually you being complimented ah. uh, in that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you, You Violet do look Citizen. lovely today. You Thanks, look lovely Sam. today. Yeah. You always look lovely. I don't, I don't even need to say it. Uh, as uh, is McAllister going to play two games? Um, that's from SK. I don't think he will, probably. Um, he started the last three, but Welbeck's back. 
now and has been kind of being eased in. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Welbeck started one of the two games. It's a great performance from McAllister against Everton. 15 points, two goals. Definitely starts one of them. I wouldn't be too surprised if he missed out though. It's, it's four days apart, I think, the two games. Yeah. Um, and I think Welbeck is, is in line for a start. So I, I'd, I'd go for Trossard over McAllister, but personally, I don't think either of them are particularly good picks. I don't think they're going to be high score. We're not going to score many goals against against Palace or or Chelsea. What about the defence? Lamptey? Yeah, Lamptey. Lamptey's the one that I want. Um, again, it's the four days thing, mm. which is which is a bit of a concern with him. I think Cucurella's probably the probably the standout of the of the two now. I, I've been bigging up Lamptey for ages, but as the week's gone on, I've just get, started to get a little bit more worried about his his availability. Right. Um so Cucurella I mean five one for Cucurella is, is quite a lot though, but on a if you are on a free hit, I, I would I would go for him for the security of the start. Yeah. Okay. Uh Tim Weenink transferred in Madison this morning. Oh no, why? Why this morning? Alan's just is... a pseudonym, did the same thing as well. He's not alone. The, and the, Philip the, Norris. Loads of people transferred in Madison this morning. Why? Well, the thing is, I, I so I sat and I recorded a podcast um, this morning. And as I was recording it, I was like, I'm going to do Madison. Then, and then I was like, I might as well do it now. Like, what's going to change in the next five hours that's going to make me not want to do it? And then I was like, actually, this is silly. Anything could change in the next five hours. This is like, I could have other things that go wrong. But then part of me was just like, well, I, I I think it's the comforting thing of Rogers saying everything's fine at Leicester again. At that moment, you kind of go, okay, well, everything's fine at Leicester then. So Madison, mm. great option. And you kind of, in my mind anyway, because Burnley is such a, particularly with Max Conne away and now with Woodby and Salt, they're such a non-FPL option at the moment that I kind of just forget that they exist. So then when it's a problem at Burnley... It wasn't something I'd factored into my thinking that could affect Madison, if that makes sense. Mm. So I guess that's why you do it, because you you just think, right, I've got the news on Leicester. Everything's looking good. I'm happy I can make that move. Son's not going to play anyway, because that's the majority of people going son to Madison. It's then that Burnley throw you into a quandary. No, no. It's, it's amazing how quickly it, it happens, because... yeah. You know, it, it looks like everything's fine. And then suddenly you see one tweet which just says Burnley's now a bit of a doubt. And then within about three minutes, the game's off. pulled off. So, yeah, yeah I, I just, I know we, we say it every week, but you, you you really have got to leave everything till till the last minute. Yeah. Um, you know, making transfers in the morning is just not, it's not a good idea anyway, even without COVID stuff going on. Um, this one's also difficult though, isn't it? Because it's a Friday evening kickoff and deadline and that also affects people's mm. ability to do things because of course people are at work and they're making transfers and like I was saying to you before I'm not around near the deadline tonight because we've got our son's birthday party so I'm going to have to make my transfers at half past four before I go because there's no way oh, I can God. there's no way I can do it <laughs> I cannot make a transfer when I'm dealing with 17 eight-year-olds so I'm going to have to deal with it before I go and that means hopefully we'll have all the news from Neil by that point and I'll just have to go with where we are at that point because there's nothing else I can do yeah absolutely I know I, I do sympathize for people you know Luke Luke talks to you he works in a job where he can't have his phone on him for example so he yeah, can't, he can't work, react right? for, yeah. to, to this kind of news yeah. um yeah I, it just yeah it just hurts when I see things like made a transfer in the morning and then yeah yeah, and then this kind of thing happens. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, MK asks if, yeah, MK says Phil's the best thing to do is not take a single hit this game week. That's my, that's my theory as well. I think if you've got 11 guys who are probably going to get a game, that's probably enough. Unless mm-hmm. you're strengthening your squad going forward. So I think your Sanchez move is a perfect example of, of a hit that I think in the long term kind of pays off. Yeah. And if you're moving for kind of, I mean, someone's mentioned Rafina in the chat as well, thinking that maybe is he a good option? Maybe he is. Maybe maybe going for the single game week players who've actually got games and not blanks and, and things might be the smarter move. Rather I mean, than even Damari Gray. Like Mount. Okay, yeah. I keep looking at Damari Gray thinking he's got Norwich, should be a good game week for him. Loads of potential doubles coming up. Maybe I'll go there. But then, I don't, I, you know, it's Tamari one of those things. Damari Gray and Fernandez, Sam, that's I, where we're at. That is, and, and, and this is this is the fundamental issue, isn't it? Like the goalie thing, I think I'm just going to do. I don't really have an issue with the, with doing that. Even if Sanchez got one of his games called off and he just had a single game week, I still think long term that's the good thing for my team. The Sun position, though, much more up for debate now. Mm. It wasn't. It Madison was the obvious choice. I really like Mount, but because of what happens to Chelsea after this double, I can't yeah. do that. So then you're in a position where I'm looking at across the rest of the double game with Lucas Moura attracts me, but the problem with Arsenal puts me off. So what about all... Bill, though? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't, Don't tell, tell Lee. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got a thing for bald Brazilian men, haven't you, Sam? Always. Because he looks exactly like all the other go- all the other players that I say attract me as well. Um yeah, so he, he, I think he looks like a great option. Plus, I'm supposed to be at Spurs on Sunday and I love owning a player yeah. that I'm going to watch. And probably, to be honest, if I had a, well, if, if I had a Spurs player, I'd captain them this week. I was going to captain Son on that basis. But that Arsenal thing, like, I, I really would like somebody to just go, you're playing to Arsenal. Mm. And then that would make it a lot easier because you'd just be able to go, right, I'm going Kane for Ronaldo if he's not fit, or I'm going Mora for Son if he, you know, because he's not fit. And it would make that decision easy. But that sun position, it's going to differentiate the game this week because people are going to go in all sorts of random ways from him. Yeah, It's not an obvious pick to replace him. No, I know. Uh, yes, in the chat saying, as saying he feels for people two minutes after mocking them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I did feel bad. That's me in a nutshell, isn't it, really? No, I, I, I wasn't mocking. I was just, it, like I said, it just hurts when I hear people have made a transfer in the morning and then, mm. and then a few hours later, it. I think, but you made yeah. a good point that you know sometimes it's not always obvious to, it's always easy to hold and and, and wait. Um, so yeah, I know, I, I, I do, I do feel bad. I, I felt, you know, uh, quite a few questions about Ronaldo coming in. Let's skip oh. Bayless. Um, where does it say Ronaldo's injured? And, and a few others asking about him. What we know on Ronaldo is that he had some muscle tightness and missed Monday. the cup match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he has done an Instagram post or a tweet or something saying that he hopes to be available for the weekend, which is quite an un-Ronaldo-like comment to make. You'd think yeah. he'd just be like, yeah, I'm 
definitely back. Don't worry, I'm fighting for it. He never, like, he never normally shows any kind of weakness, does he, Ronaldo? It's nope. a bit of an odd one. There's then been a report in the mail, no, the Express. The Express and the Sun. Quoting the Sun, <laughs> <laughs> saying that he's had a new setback and hasn't been in training. Now, I yeah. never tend to believe those kinds of, of rumours. I see them all the time in, in, in these papers. Sort yeah. of unaccredited journalist getting it from a bloke there down the pub saying he broke down in training or something like that. I would wait for any kind of verified journalist news on Twitter. It's one of the most useful things of social media for these. Um, but he's a Plus, we've got the press conference today. We've got anyway. the press conference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, Ranik will, will give a clear answer. If, if he doesn't, and, and, and the managers do do that from every now and then, he has to be considered a doubt. It, for that, I would say particularly for that Villa game. And the issue then is, as a Ronaldo owner, with no other massively attractive options up there, bar the Watford boys, but even then we've got doubts surrounding that Burnley game anyway now. So with no other attractive options in the forward line if that Spurs game gets called off because of Arsenal's issues, if Ronaldo's got a chance of playing in the second game, then he's a hold for me because he's got potential to get minutes Mm. Rather than take a hit, because who am I taking a hit for? I know more pie. Like <laughs> you know, that's where we are, aren't we? Like there's the forward line is really tough. So if Kane's fit, well, he is fit. If Kane is available to play two games in a double game week, he's a great option. Yeah. If the Arsenal game gets called off, it does make him less of a great option. Having said that. His record against Leicester is still really good. And so mm. he could do really well for us in that second fixture that Spurs have got scheduled. And you don't mind holding Kane beyond because although it's Chelsea next, there's going to be plenty of double game weeks coming up. So there is potential still there, but you just have to take that minus four cautiously if we don't get firm word today on what's actually wrong with Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, arguably Kane is still the best option, even Probably. if that Arsenal game gets gets called off because of his record yeah. against Leicester, the, the, you know, the problems they've got and the fact that we know from Rodgers they're ready to play, you know, they're ready to play Burnley. It's Burnley that have, have postponed that. So we, we, we can be pretty sure that Leicester Spurs game is going to go ahead unless yeah. something happens in the Spurs camp or, you know, or Leicester, I mean, as, as it easily can. But, yeah. you know, I think if you've got Kane, Kane is by far the obvious captain option for me this week. I mean, he was anyway. I, I, I've been saying all week, you know, assuming all the doubles are on, I'd, I'd have picked Kane if I had him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just that having to, for me to get him, I'd have to move, you know, Son and one of Antonio. Well, I'd have to move Son and Antonio out. And although Antonio's been poor, I still don't feel confident selling him ahead of Leeds. No. And it's going to be another, probably another disappointment, like he has done for so long. But I still, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. And then for a hit and then another hit to get Salah back in a couple oh of weeks. It's, yeah, it's tricky. Um, we've had a super chat from Luke C. What do we think about De Bruyne? I wish City had a better game this week. Yeah, I do too. If they had anyone other than Chelsea, I would probably make moves on City. I'd be going De Bruyne over Fernandes, even with Fernandes with double game any day, if, if City didn't have Chelsea. Yeah, I think I would do the same, actually. It's, it's the Chelsea fixture, right? Like, we, we know that Chelsea can be... Yes, they've got injury problems in key areas of the defence, but we know that they can be solid when they want to be. And that's going to be a really close cagey game. Neither side's going to want to lose that game. Mm. Do I think Kevin De Bruyne can get something in that one? Yes, absolutely. But do I think he's going to get like a massive haul? I think it's unlikely against Chelsea. I guess the argument is, is that like, I'm, I'm considering Fernandez 
and you've you've said rightly you're going to have to hold him for like a longer period, presumably afterwards. I don't really want him. Whereas at least with De Bruyne, he's a bit of a more long-term pick. You could hold him after Chelsea, Southampton, Brentford, Norwich. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Three amazing games. Maybe he's maybe he's the better one. And do you know what? Maybe actually City look like a nice option because they're the early game tomorrow. So mm. we're going to have le- there's less opportunity for stuff to go wrong <laughs> before Saturday yeah. lunchtime. So in some ways, owning a player from like I've got Bernardo Silva already still. Um, he won't go anywhere for me for a while because the fixtures are going to take a turn for the better. But also he's going to play early tomorrow. So I feel a bit safer with players like him and um uh, Cancelo on that basis that it's like well that's yeah. two done I've got yeah, no. two are yeah. out just and get, they're finished just get them out just yeah. get the players out and yeah. hope same um, with Rudiger yeah. right I'm just yeah, get them out get them played and then take a sigh of relief that that will be three players in that early yeah. lunchtime kickoff tomorrow that are done yeah five, five starts in a row for De Bruyne three goals over that time I, I, I do like him I have to say I do like him and if you have got Son you've got some money in the bank and you're thinking about Fernandes I think you should. I, I'm going to consider De Bruyne as well. I, I think you have I, to consider him. You if I, if I get if, if Ronaldo's fit, so if Ranić comes out later and says Cristiano Ronaldo is fit to play, I will captain Ronaldo, and I think I will likely bring in De Bruyne. That, that is that is actually what I'll. Do. This Q has been helpful because I think that that is a better kind of longer term move than going for Fernandez and going the double United. <laughs> I don't believe in. Yeah, I mean, I, if 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 Ronaldo's fit, there's absolutely no way I'm going to Bruno. No. I'll just I'll just captain Ronaldo, and then I'll just pick. I'll probably see. I don't know. I'm tempted. There's not anybody that I really think yet. Like I'd be tripled up on City then, and whilst I don't mind being tripled up on a team like Manchester City because it's Manchester City, I also hate it because at the moment no. with games getting cancelled and stuff, I just feel like it's a massive issue. Like if I didn't have Bernardo Silva. KDB is an obvious decision. Like it's easy to do that, but with Bernardo in my team as well, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So it'll be a it's going that some position is going to be a really last minute decision for me because I I'm not really massively attracted to anyone. Apart James Madison. Well, apart from Lucas Moura, but then the, that game might go. So then it's a single game week. Am I as attracted to him with a single game week as I was to the double game week? I don't think I am. I'd rather have Kane for a single game week. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, it's oh, it's it's tough. It's a uh, headache, isn't it? It is. It's all a massive headache. Uh, question to you from Lynn: uh, How do you think Spurs will play with Son out? You, she asked if if you still think Kane's a good option, which you do. Um, mm. Is Mora nailed? Mora's nailed. Mora's is definitely nailed. He'll play. We got too many other problems, and they're looking to sell Bergvine. So Mora will play. I think Kane is still a really good option. If you look at how he played against Chelsea, we played pretty much with Mora up top next to Kane, um, which is how I think it will go f- moving forward. My issue with Spurs is less about Sun being out, strangely, and it's more about the defenders being out because without Reguilón, we haven't had that attacking threat down What's going outside. on with Reguilón? Well, apparently he's tired, but he's been tired now. I know. <laughs> Makes you want to give him a hug, doesn't I know. it? He needed a rest because he was tired. But that was two weeks ago, 10 days ago, about 10 days ago. So 
and then he's but he's been so it's not covid because he's been in the stadium there's been pictures mm. of him sat in the stadium they panned to him during the game the other night he, like he was sitting you sat with son during the fa cup fixture so if it's just tiredness i'm really surprised not to have seen him back on Wednesday evening when we really needed him against Chelsea, which makes me worry that there's something slightly more underlying there than mm. just tiredness. Alongside that, we've obviously got injuries to Dyer, and that has been catastrophic. That loss of Dyer, I mean, rewind two years. If you'd have told me I'd have sat on a stream and said losing Dyer in the Spurs defence is a catastrophe, <laughs> and I'd have laughed at myself. But it genuinely has been. Like we were defensively really solid under Conte at the beginning. Dyer's got injured and suddenly the whole thing's gone to absolute pot defensively. They've looked awful, scoring own goals and just flapping. Um, but I think that uncertainty and that lack of stability in the back is massively affecting the players going forward because it's mm. meaning that Kane and Moore are dropping deeper because they're trying to come and connect with the defence more. And we're slipping back into those bad habits. So for me, depends on what, what we hear from Conte later about Romero. If Romero is fit and available, because he's on that path where I would suspect we might see him at some point in the next week, that's going to make us more defensively solid. That should mean better play out from the back and therefore make Lucas Moura and Kane better options, even without Son there. So I think it, it's going to go back to what does Conte say this afternoon? But I wouldn't be, I'd, I would quite happily invest in Lucas Mora. I think he will be a really nice option for the next few weeks. And even if you look at that Chelsea game, there are a number of opportunities for both Kane and Mora where they could have and probably should have scored. So don't Captain Kane if dies out. Yeah, well, <laughs> how ridiculous is that as a comment, by the way? It is. But yeah, I worry about Spurs without Dyer. Honestly, I, I, think, I, now, I, think I now worry I, about myself for saying this stuff. <laughs> it's very interesting because, I mean, it was some Liverpool last year. Right. Yeah. Liverpool had defensive injuries and it made their whole style of play. It changed their whole style of play because other players had to adapt and come back in. You stick Van Dijk back in the side and it frees up the attacking players to mm. to, to push up the pitch. So yeah. it's not it's not too ridiculous. The only thing ridiculous about it is that it's dire. It's dire. I know. <laughs> I know. It's dire. But, but he's been great. He's been great under, under Conte, I have to say. He has. He's made that position here. He's been really strong and solid. And I'm actually really quite excited to see him play alongside Romero properly under Conte. Because obviously we lost Romero so early on. The two of them together, I think defensively, with Hugo behind, that will allow the likes of mm. Royale and Reguilon to be really great fancy options because they'll, they'll be able to go knowing that the defence alongside Skip sitting in front of them will just be controlling that defensive unit. Yeah. So it's it, it will be great for us as FPL managers when Spurs start getting those doubles once they're back. Mm. My concern is now we've got this double. It looks on paper to be quite nice for Kane because he's got these great results. But I do worry slightly that he... If defensively we play the same team that we did against Chelsea, he'll feel the need to drop back to help. And that makes him less of a great option yeah. for us going forward. Yeah. I think Regulon's interesting because we don't really know what's going on there. I think it's a combination of a, 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 a niggling injury, but also comments that have indicated that he's struggling in the system to really get up and down the pitch that Conte, mm. how Conte wants. And so there's a bit of a fitness thing there, but he's yeah. not really able to work on the fitness because he's had this hamstring yeah. injury. So the better, the best thing to do is maybe just to let him rest, get that injury properly healed up, and then work on the fitness, which means is 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 a bit of a risky buy. I well, think. that's but, what seems to be being said at the moment, isn't yeah. it? You know, he's tired. 
Q4, he needs a rest because he did play a lot of football, but I don't think you can buy him, but equally, can you sell him? No, I don't, I don't, I'd, I'd, I'd keep him. I'd, I'd keep him unless we to. get, unless we get confirmation that he's out. Which we won't. I doubt very much that Conte is going to say anything about Reguilon because he hasn't so far. So mm. why would he, it, it, he might make a comment about tiredness, I suppose, but I can't, I can't think he's going to say anything more than we already really know. One thousand two hundred people watching this, Sam. That I... shows how much of a panic the FPL <laughs> yeah, community is. It does. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone uh, for watching. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to the channel and make sure you like the video. For anyone interested, um, Mark and Luke are doing a video at one o'clock, which is for Fantasy Football Scout Premium members only. So you need to have a uh, obviously a membership with Scout. But if you do or you're interested, then get signed up. Head over to Scout. Uh, just go to the members area and then the members videos. And then there's a link to it uh, for you at one o'clock. So if you're interested in that, um, check them out. Uh, right, we've had two super chats, three super chats, and then I Ooh. think we'll probably call it uh, for the day. Uh, Stephen Gallagher, uh, plan was Armstrong, uh, who was stinking up my bench, uh, to Dennis. I have King already. Would you forget that and get in Calvert-Lewin or Watkins instead for a minus four? So I think mm. Armstrong out's completely fine. Um, yep. I think Bro is obviously the, the pick there if... if for the Southampton striker. So if you've got Armstrong, moving him out is sensible. So basically, would you go for Dennis, Calvert-Lewin or Watkins? This is hard because this is this is an unknown question because on paper you go Dennis because the fixtures, it's a double game week, two really nice fixtures. But the circumstances surrounding Burnley at the moment, I mean, I do have some concerns that, I mean, how much is going to change at Burnley between now and the middle of the week when they're due to play Watford. Yeah. They're not going to sign anyone. I doubt in that period of time, they're not getting anyone back from AFCON in that period of time. Their injuries seem to be quite, they don't seem to be short term. So I don't know if they're going to get anyone back. If Dennis has only got a single game week, then I'm not sure you'd want Dennis and King. I don't know if you'd want the double up. Whereas I do think and maybe this is just me because I've been burnt by him once, but I do think Dominic Calvert-Lewin against Norwich could be an excellent option. Mm. Not only that, the Everton fixtures are really nice beyond this double game week. And they have so many games that they've still got to play that you could end up with multiple double game weeks out of Dominic Calvert-Lewin at a point where the fixtures are nice. So they've strengthened with Al Ghazi. They've got rid of Luca Dean, who there was obviously some issues there. So there's moves being made at Everton now as well to strengthen the team going forward. Al Ghazi, I think is a good loan signing for them. I think I'd be tempted to go Dominic Calvert-Lewin and just don't worry too much about the double game weeks at the moment. Yeah. I think I would, I would go Calvert-Lewin. I think you've got to, you've got to use this transfer kind of long-term. Yeah, I do. Um, and I think that rules Dennis out if you've already got King, because I don't think you want the double up with both no. of them. I think you go Calvert-Lewin. That, that, that would be my pick. Yeah, it would mind too. Yeah, interesting. Um, Sanjay Shinoy, um asks, essentially, would you go for Laporte or Varane? Which <sighs> I think is probably quite an easy one. There's absolutely no way I'd be touching United centre-backs. The only the only attractive thing there is a double game it's week. a double, yeah. Um. Would you want but, Varane long term though? No, no, and the and like we've said, you know, my whilst, but do I think Man City? Like, is it is it a transfer you have to make this week? Because I'm not sure Man City are going to keep a clean sheet against Chelsea, so I'd be inclined to wait that and do it the week after. 
but if there's an injury I suppose in that line that you need to get rid of then I don't know that doesn't scream a transfer I'd want to make ahead of this double game week no based upon Man City's fixtures and I don't think I, I will well I wouldn't want to go with a Man City with a Manchester United defender yeah I think this week like maybe Varane outscores Laporte but I wouldn't be too surprised if it was a lot closer than that but yeah. then going forward I think Laporte's a great pick sort yeah. of you know, beyond for, for this week, beyond this week, I mean, he's a great James replacement because he's around kind of the same price, mm-hmm. and City have got a great run of fixtures. So, I yeah. just, I just that would be a transfer I'd want to do next week. Yeah. Um, and the final uh, question for us this week is from uh, Christofari Con, who just asks, "Is Foden worth the risk this week?" So. <sighs> We don't. We don't know. I mean, this is it's a really difficult question to answer because we just don't know the we status know. and availability of Foden. Mm-hmm. Um, if Foden's fit and available, then he's still my preferred City option to have in my team long term. I've still got him. Um, if we, if he's a doubt, obviously you, you can't bring him in. Would I bring him in mm-hmm. this week? Probably not. But long term, he's he's my he's my favourite, even over De Bruyne. It, over De Bruyne. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I still think Foden is the, is the best pick in, in that City squad. Interesting. If fit. If fit. <laughs> and and let's see what Pep says, because Pep doesn't always give us the insight that we would ideally like to make those decisions. But I do agree with you. I don't think it's a, it's a decision I would be making this week. I would kind of just, as long as you've got, if you own Foden already, as long as you've got a bench where somebody can come on and cover him this week, if he doesn't, isn't fit and isn't available but I don't think you're going to want to sell him unless it's mm. a long-term thing because from next week the fixtures are really nice would I transfer him in this week not for a game against Chelsea but would I transfer him in next week yes yeah absolutely uh right I think that is it for this week uh can you say Varane a bit posher is that not how you pronounce it Varane 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 Varane, Varane. 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 I like Varane. Let's call him that. You do sound a bit posh, actually. It does sound a bit posh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm from Essex. Come on. You are the I'm... most posh one on here. <laughs> God, on all a, of the scout. On that all says, of the a, scout that says a lot about You're me. the most posh. That says a lot about scout, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, I've just had a message from Mark, and he's now a doubt for his members' video. Uh, oh, no! Is Should we transfer him out? Typical, typical Mark. Who should we bring uh, in instead? <laughs> a diva. And also typical of this week, a postponement and a, you know, yeah. a cancellation at the last minute. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Thank you, Sam, for joining me. Uh, we'll yeah. be back uh, ahead of the next game week with the next Q&A. But for now, hopefully it's been useful uh, and we'll see you soon.